The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of this episode, it has a name, a proper name. Its name is Chet Mephistopheles. Yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out. Uh, listen, uh, good show today, and uh, we go deep into uh, some Disney Plus stuff. We're keeping it non-spoilery, though, but we're going to talk about some Disney Plus stuff and some of the things that you will get when you subscribe to Disney Plus. It's like, you know, I'm not making any money on this. I need you to know that. It's just, we like it a lot. And uh, we talk about The Mandalorian. Again, spoiler-free. Um, Rebecca's going to review Charlie's Angels for you and Frozen 2. And uh, a bunch of stuff happens on this episode. So stick around for Chet Mephistopheles. I uh, also want to thank you for uh, downloading this podcast. we got some things planned coming up in uh, the next week or so. Where you're, I'll just say it. Uh, we're we're talking about starting a Patreon, uh, because uh, you know for many reasons. But I think these guys deserve to get a little dough. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that will be extra content, exclusive content, special content, and that will be coming very soon. Uh, possibly this week, if not next week. So uh, be ready for that. And we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it expensive. It's going to be very affordable. It's going to be barely a dent, all right? So uh, more information on that to come, so stand by for that. Uh, I do want to thank our sponsors. Uh, Thank you to our sponsors for uh, paying for the podcast and making it all possible. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, open seven days a week. Hold or pull service is free. And with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more. And the previews catalog for free. Nice. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I'll see you there next Wednesday. Also, Cabin Fever, serving the Wasatch Front for over 35 years. They want to say thank you for the continued support. Located in historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Black Velvet Boutique up there in Clearfield, a trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions that you have and help you find what you need. Don't be shy is what they're saying. Visit them at 595 South State in Clearfield and mention Geek Show to receive special discounts. They are locally owned and open seven days a week. And, of course, Ivy down at Booze Teak, your boozy barware and gift emporium, steps away from the downtown wine and liquor store. Mention Geek Show and you will get 15, that's 1-5% off your purchase at Booze Teak. Shop local. All right, let's get to this episode, Chet Mephistopheles. I think you're going to like it. Please to enjoy. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! And welcome back to the basement. Yay! Basement! Hey. Is this... <laughs> what? That, are you kind of a, a soprano? Are you, are I, you... I can't sing, so if something actually melodic came out of my mouth, we need to write a journal entry. We should have marked it down. Yeah. Um, I, I can't sing along with anything. Really? Add that to the fact that I can't remember the words to songs. And I'm just, like, I sing along in the car, and it's mostly me mumbling off-key. Y'all with the basement. Let's try... <laughs> you tried this with Gilligan's Island, and oh, I didn't even know the words to Gilligan's you Island. You didn't know the words? We were driving down to, to three hour San tour. Diego. That's right. A three-hour tour. 
about halfway through it, and yeah. I two lost my way. Shannon, let's only do this episode in song. Oh, shoot sing me in the face. song. Sing the podcast. It's like that movie Les Mis that came out. I wanted to like it, but they sang every word, and I couldn't get behind it. Uh, Which is interesting, because nope. if you read Victor Hugo's Les Miserables, they don't sing. See, that's what I mean. Have a few songs in there. That's fine. That's fine. But you don't also, need to sing every word, you if dingus. You, if, you hate me, <sighs> if you hate my fair lady, you can read Pygmalion. There you go. Hamilton. Then you can just read Hamilton. Hamilton. 1776. Read. Pick up sticks. Read a history book. <laughs> <laughs> cats. All right. Uh, oh, actually, uh, cats T.S. Is Eliot. T.S. Eliot's poem about cats. Oh, yeah. hell. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep, I can't even remember what the name of the poem is. Uh, I'm gonna stick with "Goosebumps" by R.L. Stein. It's something, uh, <laughs> something of fabulous cats or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's it's or, something that someone's gonna remind us about in a in a mail yeah, that yeah. we'll answer at another time. Oh All right, uh, he uh, is expecting the email at any time. He's Lee George K. Any fucking time, I'm sure. It's one of the one of the threats we live under at all times that we will be, we will be corrected mercilessly. Actually, yeah. it's usually you pretty kind hearted correction. So. What Skynet? Yeah, Skynet's going to well, correct us about stuff. By corrected, do you mean destroyed? <laughs> Skynet, yes. <laughs> corrected, like the, the the caretaker in The Shining corrected his wife and kids. Exactly. Oh, corrected. corrected. Mm. Mm. One thing corrected, I, I don't sir. need to correct too often are my, my articles in Bleeding Cool where oh. I keep it down to 30% typos. Uh, That's and tight. It, yeah. That's 20% under the limit. Uh, oh, I know. Exactly. Huh? Yeah, because <laughs> usually most online journalism, it's make shit up and spell everything wrong. Yeah. So I try to only spell 30% of things wrong, and my sources are impeccable. I'm perfect in everything I type. You really are. Minus Thank 30%. You. you really are. So, yeah, Bleeding Cool articles there. And if you want to buy some games, we've got uh, Shiv Games. We're on the eBay. If you're here in Salt Lake City, Utah County, or up in Ogdenland, uh, we're in Murray, Utah. We're about... 15% under retail, and uh, if you buy anything from us online, we'll ship it to you free. Well, that's in, nice. In the United States. Ain't that oh. something? The contiguous. What if I Yeah, I mean, we've we even shipped some Not stuff to Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. We have shipped stuff to Puerto Rico. Jinx, so we coke. But you have to fill Cuba? out. Cuba? Cuba's not part of the United States. Not yet. I mean, just Guantanamo Bay. I'm sure if somebody ordered something from Guantanamo, we might send it to them. But Viet- Vietnam? Because they're part... Vietnam's oh, not part of the United States. Oh, that's in that show, though. It's just in oh, the that's show. the show. show. That's yes. that show. That's that Watchmen show. Okay. Are they, is Vietnam, did Vietnam get annexed? It's the 51st It's state. in the flag. The flag wow. is round. That's fantastic. Because I don't, you know, if you speak about it historically, I mean, we've, we've annexed a couple of, of uh, island nations yeah. that we don't make na- states. Hawaii? You send to Hawaii? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be sent to Hawaii. She's Rebecca Frost. <laughs> Just remember to poke holes in the box. Leave the look of That's like right. disappointment on your No, it wasn't. It was you, severe. You, you out-squirrel-brained me, and <laughs> that doesn't happen very often. It's rare. Usually the squirrel brain does not get derailed, and so you squirrel-brained me, and I looked up, and I was like, holy shit, I have to think about this for a minute. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, so Why? kudos to you. Big Shiny Robot, where I have 0% typos, <laughs> and uh, at Joss Whelan on Twitter, where I have about... Ninety-nine percent typos. <laughs> mm. Sound like only two. like fourth-grade teachers can read it. She saves her typos just for you, buddy. For the twitters, <laughs> it's just for you, buddy. He's Shannon Barnes. Hey, I'm Shannon Barnes, and motherfuckers, how's it going? Shannon Barnes, how you doing? How's that yogurt, Karen? Is it Oikos? How's your shit? Is it Greek? It's got life cultures. Is it got Greek yogurt? Mm-hmm. You get could... that one that's like 
Got no calories. It's, got all the it's, fucking. Uh, it's good for my gutty works. Yo, it's good for yo your gutty play. works. You know what else is good for your gutty works? What's it? Goddamn pub quiz. Uh, I don't think Lucky so. Lucky. Oh fuck! Have it you, is. Have you, yeah. Have you thought about changing the name to Goddamn Pub Pub Quiz? Because the Goddamn Pub I think Quiz. You'd, I think you'd do well with what? that. The you know, Goddamn Big Shiny Geek Show Pub Quiz. Yeah. I'd buy a T-shirt with yeah. that on it. Uh, you wouldn't even have to have a logo. The words are so long. Yeah, exactly. That's all it needs. 8 o'clock, Wednesday. Good time. Watch me be mean to Brian. That's I, li- I live for that. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> Me too. And uh, if you can donate to the uh, ski trip, that'd be great. Go to GoFundMe. Fourth grade goes skiing. That's it. <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's it. Fourth I'm going to drink some more of this uh, go Devastator, which is a terrible idea. I haven't had this in a bit, and I love it. Oh, I just uh, bought that. I got some. Well, uh, I, I guess because it was in your fridge. Yeah, I got some uh, Devastator <laughs> and what else did I? Buy? Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Yeah. yeah. Those are just beers that you can't just drink. Well, it looks right? like he's doing it. They're well, too much. I, They're a, too much. I'm not a beer drinker, so I don't know. I just I just go Whoa, by the. Oh, look at Shannon. I just Showing go by. Me. What's what? Here's the next time. Get the Hop Rising. Hop Rising. Want to have a show? It's the one with the guy on it. Okay. If you yeah. want to have a the show, guy that's know. the one with the guy. The on guy it. we know. Yeah, he's a fan. Yeah. Mephistopheles. Chet. Beer. Chet Mephistopheles. He's got the big beard. Yeah. <laughs> Makes the beer. It's exactly Chet Mephistopheles. <laughs> Obviously. Hello, everybody. My oh. name's Chet Mephistopheles. One thing I like to do more than listening to the Geek Show podcast is make fresh beer. That's right. Yeah. Every once in a while, his voice drops. Right. I like making beer. <laughs> no, that's only when he's. Bow working. before me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's when he's singing for his sludge metal band, Clam Smoker. Ah. I like that. It's a good band. Yeah. It's a very good band. They're very underrated. <laughs> yeah. You might want to listen to them, Tony. Clam Smoker! He could be the new lead singer of Clam Smoker. He's oh, quad T. He's too if, tall, uh, Tony. Chet Mephistopheles bows out yeah, or if, gets know, a sore throat. Broken I mean. leg or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there to <laughs> fill in. Oh, shit. I can't believe you went there, Carrie. <laughs> what? You're so desperate to get Tony a spot in. Chet Mephistopheles band <laughs> Glam listen, Smoker that listen. you're threatening him with bodily harm. Geek Show fam for life. They say break a leg. It's not like a real thing. Yeah, I meant that as a good thing. Right. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot or as Chet Mephistopheles is understudy for Clam Smoker. Clam Smoker. Clam Smoker. There we go. Nobody right. understands. Jam out with your clam out. I do every some- weekend. Come and get some clam smoker. <laughs> Listen to Gary Jackson on X96. No, I, it's, that's out of format. <laughs> okay. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. That's all he cares. That's all he cares. That's all he cares. That's all he cares. That is true. Boner, 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 boner. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, X96.com. That's all I care boner. about. Yep. That's all that matters. Man, thank God for boner of the day. I know how late I am. Exactly. All, all the time. I'm like, fuck! They're announcing the guy. I'm fucking done i use your show for time telling too like if i wake up and you're still on i realize i still have more sleeping to do exactly and that's not because <laughs> i don't you, love Lee. you no i love carrie very very much but no, i know if right. it's, i know his show ends at 10 so if i wake up and there's music i'm like fuck i need to get out of bed I'm what late. if it's but potty if it's, break but it's them well I, then it's you don't know what's happening i usually lay in bed because i'm 50 i usually lay in bed for a minimum of 10 minutes mm-hmm. so unless they're playing like level terrace apart i've got time to listen to two songs i set my alarm for an hour before I need to get up just so I can do calisthenics to get out of bed. Oh, yeah? yeah. You're getting that but stiff and old? What kind of stretching do you do? You know. 
arms. <laughs> okay. Legs. Just, just one arm at a time for you. But now I'm going to be like, how do I get out from underneath this 25-pound blanket? I know, right? Because of the weighted blanket that you it's bought. It's too heavy. Uh, you, I you thought guys, you had dogs. It makes on, you feel like you're always getting a hug. Online shopping is... Like so, I like to drink and shop. <gasps> Me too. Right? I do it on the Wish app though, because it takes like three weeks to get there. <laughs> right, and it's always shit. It's yeah. garbage. And I'm like presents. But like, <laughs> what um, did I order? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it used to only be on like like when I went on vacation. Yeah. Get some drinks in me, and I just buy stupid shit. Mm-hmm. But now you can sit on the shitter. Ah. Uh-huh. And just like. Buy stuff like this week. I can be drunk on the shit or just buying stuff on Amazon. <laughs> I'm on Amazon. Just a like, Tuesday. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I got a flat tire on the on the Santa Fe. Got a mold. I wonder, if, the, I wonder <laughs> if there's an emergency uh, tire inflator. Yeah, there is. Of course there is. Fifteen dollars. Well, fuck. I'll buy it. I got a mold. Young a, minds tomorrow. I need morning. a sugar skull hat. Okay. And then shit shows up at my house it's all the, the time. The world. At your fingertips. That's what happens. At my finger shits. That's right. It's, Ew, you <laughs> shit out your fingers? No, that's what he uses to wipe. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, it's I on buy, your phone. Don't, you guys, I... Buy some goddamn see, toilet paper. Get a, oh, get a bidet. you do not need to tell me. I buy the giant. Have you seen he's, the ads? He's ordered it online. Did you get the giant <laughs> Charmin? The for the giant... I can't leave this toilet till the, the toilet paper no, comes. No, like... <laughs> It looks like um, three weeks on Wish. <laughs> I buy toilet paper. And it's so big, I had to How buy. How big is it? Thank you. Super big, Johnny Carson. <laughs> um, it's so big, I don't have to change it for a month. It is so big. It's so big, right? <laughs> it's like it looks like it looks like um, it looks like fucking um, gas station toilet paper. It's so big, and it's charm and it's quality. Okay, so it's not. It says, yeah. It's those bears. With is their it two ply? It's seven ply. <laughs> That's why it's so it's big. Ten, it's no, ten ply. Because you know what I do? Bun. When I wipe my ass, I make a fucking mummy hand. I go. Or, 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 or. Why? You know, let me That's tell you. So you need to get because I want to get poop on my. You fingers. need to get a bidet attachment. You do. I think I'm thinking they are it. the greatest thing ever. You get some yeah. water shut up have your one? pooper. I have one. It is fantastic. Changed my life. Get water shut up Changed your pooper. Changed my damn life. <laughs> Changed my damn life. <laughs> Okay. That's, a way, that's a way to wake up every morning, huh? Okay, well, oh, yeah. I, Even if you don't shit. Uh-huh. I, need, I need to ask. Do you feel as clean as you used to? Absolutely. Cleaner, if you ask me. You know, they give well, the, they give you the used, Europeans you a hard the, time, but they used, got those bidets unlocked. What? See, you what? use the bidet to get clean, and then a little bit of TP to dry off, and you're okay. good to go. Right. What, what brand? Air, air dry it. Let's get, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Let's get sponsored by a bidet. Well, sure. If you Bidet at a time. You know what? Uh, actually, Gadget Spot does have a bidet sponsor. <laughs> Bio what? Bidet. Yep. Use the code Gadget Spot on Bio Bidet's <laughs> website and get 10% off. And I wrote the jingle Bio Bidet, my love. <laughs> See? Bio Bidet. Your check's in the mail, Carrie. Thank you very much. So 30 cents. He says he feels cleaner now. Well, I'm going to order one with your. Yeah. I'll text you. Well, they didn't, wait, did they send you one to review? Could you just give it to Shannon? No, I, I have it. It's review. mine. I use it every day. <laughs> I don't want to use his used butthole water. He says he says he feels cleaner now, but it's opposed to when he used to just shake up a can of Mountain Dew and go to town. That's right. Well, I ass. mean, you're right, but... <laughs> Whoa! 
Sometimes the Mountain Dew is a little I'm flat. Clean, it's sticky, a and white. And it's a little flat some days, so you don't get as clean right. as usual. Well, and sometimes you like accidentally use the World of Warcraft Mountain Dew, and uh, yeah. everything gets real nerdy. I think there's something wrong with me. Yeah. No, that's just code red. Code red. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's a want... different thing when you're on the toilet. I didn't. I didn't wait a minute. I didn't. I didn't have beats. I... Yeah, exactly. Okay, oh wait, beats? I forgot. I butt douched with Code Red. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. Well, I was drunk. To be fair, to be fair, I was drunk and shopping on the toilet. So <laughs> he brought it back around. All right. You know, I'm going to create He's a toilet. So, we're so good at this, you guys. I'm going to create a toilet with a Are built-in we? internet shopping connection. Do yeah. Japan already has that. I'm sure they, they do. Uh, yeah, the they Japanese do. are so much better. It at goes. Than what I am. do you want to buy on the toilet? They are the leader in toilet accessories. Mm. Well, let me just say this: when in Japan, we Airbnb a house that had. The, the, bidet. Know, the bidet, yeah, and, but but it was all in Japanese. So I'm like, what do I do? Was Happy um, face, yeah. but then <laughs> there were some pictures. <laughs> yep. I didn't figure out until we had left that Happy Face was the one that I wanted. <laughs> So you kept so, pushing so you, frowny, yeah, face? frowny face. <laughs> frowny face. hot fire my, shot up your ass. My butt's uncomfortable. I'm not happy. I about want the it. one that just squids at my ass. <laughs> no, there was, no, there was one that was. It had like a water spray cartoon thing, right? Yeah. And I thought, well, that's. I thought that's it's bacon. Guy. That's I guy. thought it was bacon. But that's, it wasn't. I would immediately if somebody was going to spray at my asshole. But that was. I'd the immediately one. go to the happy face. I wouldn't. I'd go with the spraying. You don't want to smile. You know what's so great? You didn't push the squid button. <laughs> you know. You you could have done. You could have Googled it. I guess I yeah. could have, but Where's you the had all that, that time it's on like the toilet. Really, like, <laughs> it's true. So you took a satisfying no, see, shit. Yeah. And, and then unsatisfying. And then wipe. I went, okay, how do I do and this? And then you put, no. and what well, happened? this is clearly the spray once you, thing. Once you learn Nothing. how to bidet, you don't it go is back. fantastic. Once you learn how to bidet, you'll yeah. never go away. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, how was the ramen setting on the bidet? I, it was. It actually worked. <laughs> too hot. <laughs> it was a little warm and a little yeah. too salty, but. The pork, I and the, the, the pork the I couldn't get that carrot no. out of my ass. I was gonna say they the could have. Weird. They could have julienned the vegetables. That yeah. would have just been a lot but easier. The, but, but the but the pork sauce was fantastic. I was impressed by the well, whole sheet of nori. Oh, I didn't like the taste. Hey, Karen, anyway. how's your how's your yogurt? <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get to some broken news. We'll get to something, and then uh, we'll stop talking about our assholes after the broken news. Never. After the broken news, we're going to have the final discussion about this whole are the Marvel movies cinema thing. We're going to oh finish my God. it. It's okay. over. Good. After the broken news. Yeah. We're going to be the last word. We will be the final word on this. So after, after these messages, messages we'll be right back. back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. I want to remind you about what's happening on the month of November at Dr. Volt's. Legion of the Superheroes number one. The great heroes of the 31st century are back with John Kent, the new Superboy, in an ongoing new series by Brian Michael Bendis and Ryan Souk. Umbrella Academy Christmas Special will be available. Hazel and Cha-Cha, the bizarre assassins who first appear in Umbrella Academy Dallas and blew away audiences in the Netflix series, track down a rogue time agent and cross paths with a plot to discredit Christmas. Dawn of X is also uh, happening. The brand new saga of the X-Men continues this month with New Mutants and X-Force, two new titles featuring the young X-Men and their new path as the X-Men move in their bold new direction. They're open seven days a week. The hold or pull service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 
They are located at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by Booz Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. Broken news. Welcome to it. It's mm. so broken. Name of the episode is Chet Mephistopheles. Oh my god, I forgot about and, Chet uh, Mephistopheles. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. Coming up, I thought because you know, we recorded the episode weeks ago, and I thought that we'd be done with the is Marvel Cinema argument by this week. We're still here with this. But, we are. But it's still going down. But and I'll say this because it's coming up. We I have a yeah. lot of stuff, but I, I because I just found it. Bruce Campbell finished it. I thought Chadwick. I thought Chadwick Boseman finished it. Chadwick Boseman tried, but Bruce Campbell. Okay, because because Bose, put the period on it. Boseman's take on it. I was like, oh yeah, actually, you did just completely slam dunk that one. What, now Mr. what did what did he say? He said uh, something along the lines of, "This is not an elegant quote, but something along the line of, well, Scorsese needed somebody to go watch his damn movie somehow.' So talking about <gasps> Irishman, and he's oh. like, yeah, and he's like, if if if. Scorsese had seen Black Panther, he wouldn't be saying that these movies lack substance. So it's he's true. not seen these movies. And uh, there's only one way that anybody's going to be talking about Martin Scorsese and his movie right now is by trashing on the most popular movie franchise in the world. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. He that got was a good. shit ton. He got a shit ton of free publicity where everybody who, I mean, my site did it too. Bleeding Cool did it too. Whenever we're talking about Scorsese and his stupid, these yeah. aren't, these aren't cinema anymore. We all said, Scorsese, by the way, is doing press for his Irishman, his three-hour-long nap yeah. excuse. Okay, okay. Because, you know, gangster movies, those are definitely cinema. Because that's pretty good. That's yeah. a pretty good takedown. But mm. Bruce Campbell's was spot on. Well, of course it was. His chin does all this. He thinking. said, uh, He said, I don't care what movie you're talking about. It's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he's right. It's all made-up bullshit, all yeah. right? That's all. It's all made-up bullshit, and none of it matters. So that's it. Done. Yeah. He and has I spoken. Bruce, he has spoken. Bruce Campbell has spoken. Oh, joining me for Broken News, by the way, uh, of course, uh, Shannon and Lee and Rebecca. I'm going to rewatch watch like, Burn Notice. I love Burn Notice. <laughs> that was good. We named our hey, dog um, after the, after Fiona. <laughs> really? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, Fiona, what a great name for a dog. It's like, you watch Burn Notice? Yeah. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Um, happy anniversary, guys. Of? It's uh, the 41-year anniversary mm. Of? Of the release of the Star Wars Holiday Special. That's true. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> and and I have a I have a story about that. Oh, I did find, Even as a I kid. found my, uh, my takedown of Star Wars, yeah. if you want to hear it. 
Your takedown of Star Wars? Of the worst Star Wars sequel ever. Okay. They take a beloved character who's living, who's the last living Jedi Master, powerful enough to battle the Emperor, but now he's just this crazy weirdo on a remote planet acting like a freak, eating weird foods, tossing weapons around like a joke, and then after all this whining, he's like, fine, I'll train you in the Force a little. But only after days of training, his apprentice just runs away to go fight the villain, and instead of a cool action death, this legendary Jedi Master just dies at home and disappears. All three heroes all fail. They absolutely ruined the great Yoda, and that's why the worst Star Wars sequel will always be episode five the empire strikes back <laughs> well uh but he doesn't die in episode five so um blah guys and six. Oh my god lee <laughs> oh, no i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna be that I mean, it's a good takedown i mean yoda is a war criminal <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's my youngest take on it every time yoda comes on screen molly's just like yep yoda's a war criminal hmm. actually okay. actually deserved that exile anyway so 41 years since the Star Wars holiday uh, special, as we record this right yeah. now, it's since, been 41 years. Since we learned that B. Arthur owns the Moss Eisley Cantina. It was 41 years ago that we all sat in front of the TV and went, Why? Jesus. I mean, I was like seven. Right? Yes, like, I also sat was, in front of the TV. And, yeah, you never remember. You weren't even around. But like, <laughs> I just remember watching it and just being going, what in the what actual the fuck? fuck is this? Well, I remember the look on Lumpy's face when he was watching the circus acrobats and on the little video screen and going, yeah, that thing is a creepy pervert. Yeah. Yeah. How about Scratchy? Scratch, was it, was it, was it Scratchy itchy, or itchy? Itchy. Itchy. No, itchy was his name. I think it was Lumpy. These are Simpsons No, Lumpy characters. was the baby, but Itchy was oh, the Oh, yeah, dad. yeah, Lumparowick. He, right. was, he was the one who creeped me out, Grandpa. Well, Please, yeah. Lumparowick is my father. You can call me Lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in a conversation with Variety Magazine, John Favreau, Favreau! Uh, reiterated that he is legitimately interested in directing a second Star Wars holiday special for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I saw this, too. Quote, I would definitely be interested in doing a holiday special. I'm not going to say who I who I would be interested in, but one of the people is the member of the cast in an upcoming episode of the show, Mandalorian. So Take we'll up. leave it at that for now. I've been thinking about it. It's ready. The ideas are ready. I think it would be fun. Not as part of this, but there's an excitement around it because it would be fun, weird, and off, and not connected to what Star Wars was in the theater. The Mandalorian cartoon, the Boba Fett cartoon from the holiday special, was definitely a point of inspiration for what we did on the show. So he would love to do. Oh well, yeah, the, the, the Boba special. Fett's gun is the Mandalorian's gun. Mm -hmm. Boba Fett had the stupid tuning fork rifle yeah. in the holiday special, and that's what the Mandalorian uses. Mm -hmm. And they do reference Life Day. They do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the show? Like, mm -hmm. in the first five minutes. Oh, fun. Yeah, one of the bounties is like, ah, I was hoping we'd be done with this before Life Day. Hor Horatio Sands. <laughs> yes, yeah. I have, yeah, be a comedian, one, step one, be a comedian, step two, be friends with John Favreau, step yeah. three, be in a Star Wars. Well, yeah, Brian, we Brian Posehn's apparently uh, is in Oh, for, for a moment. Yeah. For a moment. But he's canon now. Bill he, Burr is in it, I guess. I didn't see Burr. Uh, Taika Waititi uh, had, a, had a bit part. Bill Burr had a bit part. There's a couple other people. What was Bill Burr? I don't know. I don't what know. Bill I just did. saw his name in the credits. Oh. Yeah, but Taika does the voice of uh, IG Eleven, and once you see an IG unit moving, you'll never yeah, be able to look so at IG Eighty Eight the same. God damn it, Carrie! Because IG Eighty Eight just stood there. Well, that's yeah. all they had. They had a colander yeah. and a couple of pieces yeah. of a thing. But the, when the bounty droid shows up at the end of the first episode, um, it's just this like this fluid ballet of destruction and hot. Lasers. I related to IG-11 in that I also, when faced with the lightest bit of conflict, want to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Initiating self-destruct. <laughs> so I'm just going to say it. Because we're not, we're not going to spoil right. Mandalorian here. We have a special right. thing for that. Yeah, yeah we're like, going to do that later. So yeah. 
Carrie hasn't watched it, people. I, ah! I haven't watched we it We spent yet. 40 goddamn minutes talking about it, and then Carrie's like, well, I haven't uh, seen, I haven't it. seen it, yet. Yeah, that entire 40 minutes that we spent talking about it, we could have watched the pilot. Well, like I said, yeah. it, it, this week was a very busy week, and then I did the research on my TVs. And You're overthinking it. My I'm, my plasma upstairs is too old. You know, my he's, downstairs he's, he's is a here. Sony, and it doesn't want to cooperate. All right. Uh, I, I mean, we're not mad. We're just I, disappointed. I understand that you're chronologically challenged, but you know, mm-hmm. I got laid off from my dream job this week. You, I still had time. Well, yeah, there's a reason why. <laughs> you got laid off right. from the ship? No, not yet. I got eight months' notice. What? <laughs> eight months? <laughs> He's a really guy, nice that, guy. My man, is, the guy that owns the shops are really. So I'll nice give guy. you eight months. I'm going to give you eight months' notice. I was like, well, that's 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 good. And then what? Like year. Well, no, by that time I'll just be homeless on the street. Oh. I don't know. You guys found me dancing for quarters on the corner of State and Maine. I think you need to start your own game shop. <gasps> no, I wouldn't do that. No, no. He I, does I, not have the. <laughs> I, He's like, I, never again. For one, for one, I'm actually legally not allowed to own my own business in the state of Utah for another four years. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that's how it worked. That was the condition with the... Uh... Well, just open it under Shannon's name. No, 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 no. No. I, no, for one, for one, <laughs> for one, the reason why this happened is because there's too many damn game stores. And also... That's true. Uh, the guy that owns Shiv Games, the game store that I work at, is an amazing human being and I would never want to do anything to compete with him because he's hmm. just one of the nicest people I've ever known. Hmm. So, no, I would never open a game store. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go burn game stores down. Oh, jeez. But like, I, like, I, I hope still no game eat, stores. I hope no, I was just going to say. I still eat at Wendy's and Burger King. Like, yeah, but is your best friend the owner of a burger shop? Yeah, do you know well, Wendy? I wish. I mean, I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> I not wish. Sa- I'm not saying that he's my best friend, but I mean, he's a really good friend and I wouldn't do that. Like, well. the same, when Carrie told me when I said I'm going into morning radio, he said, not in Salt Lake. And I was like, but what if I did? And he's like, I love you too much. I would destroy you. And I was like, okay. So That's kind of my take. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like, you go ahead and do your silly little radio program in the mornings over there on the West Coast. You stay the fuck out of Utah. And that's what I tell my enemies. I say, I'm more than happy for you to continue your radio career somewhere else. Well, I didn't know I was an enemy. No, I, no. I said, no. I mean, that's no. cool. No, no. That's going on my resume. <laughs> Put it in there. That's a long list. Uh, <laughs> I am Carrie Jackson. Anyway, Carrie hasn't oh, seen The Mandalorian. I have right. not seen The Mandalorian. Um, but I'm, I'm going to turn it on this week. I am. I'm going to turn it on turn and watch it on. this week. When's the show? Th- Friday night? Friday night at 120 it drops. Okay. Well, yeah. no, the next one's on Wednesday. What? Yeah. Did they change it's the got a, it's got a weird It's got a weird release schedule. Like the first two episodes was Wednesday and then Friday last week. Uh-huh. And then the next one is on Wednesday. And then I think the next one is the following Wednesday. Oh, so it's got Wednesdays. A, it's got a weird release schedule because it's not consistent. Okay. All right. That makes me happy. <laughs> Lee, I'm shocked you don't know um, this. So, because every news source that I go to to source for my own news story says Fridays. All right, so let me ask you three because you have Disney Plus. Yes. I do not. I do not have you Disney. You do not Plus. have Disney Plus. No, uh, You've she been comes stealing it. No, what? she comes. She comes what? to my house and watches it legally. Oh, oh, you go to Lee's house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wink. Well, then you okay. t- you two have it. Yes. What has been your experience? Uh, has it is... been pleasurable? Yeah. Good service. So okay, last night. Yeah. Oh, you go ahead, sir. Um, I've I've been describing it like this. You know how like. When you get on Netflix, mm-hmm. you're desperately searching for something to watch. Yeah. And you might run into something that you heard might have been good. What I do is I see something and I'm like, I know I need to watch that, but not right now. I do that a lot. That's what I do right. with Netflix is I'll watch that later and then I yeah. never go back. Exactly. Right. Well, so anyway. 
Disney Plus is is like going to that delicious restaurant that has a menu that's way too fucking big. Yeah. Like you're going to go, I don't I don't know. I don't know what to have. And it is not yeah. healthy that they have this many options on the exactly. menu. Exactly. Um But they have a just, lot a lot of appetizers. Oh. Yeah. But like so I I'm pretty impressed with it. There's been some lag issues and well, stuff I mean, like that. It's new. But yeah, but also, like the whole world signed in at once. They yeah. also have you know? four million more subscribers than they anticipated. Yeah. Like they were thinking really? they were thinking between six to eight million. And it's at like launch, really? and, and it was it was ten. They ain't that low? Because yeah. God, here in this basement, we well, said they also, that it, it they also stress test all the wrong areas, ah. and they were like, "Oh, we're going to go with geographically dense areas to stress test our bandwidth," and didn't think about the fact that in Salt Lake City, we have eight bedroom houses with yeah. two children in each room. No, we're, we were like, I saw a stress test map. Yeah, uh, and, Utah and was Salt Lake City was like number five. Yeah, no, <laughs> we, I logged in. So the service launched Tuesday morning at four a.m. in Salt Lake, and yeah. I was up. That was my my editor gave me the assignment to be up and ready to uh, to review Mandalorian at wow. four a.m. So I got up. Uh-huh. Uh, like that was hard to convince yeah. me to do. Right, got up, loaded in. I was like, oh holy fuck, it's ready to go. And I was like, I was gonna high five. Uh, you know, virtual high five Rebecca because we both just predicted that it was going to be there, but I was yeah. like, don't do that. She's asleep. Uh, that would be rude. And so I watched The Mandalorian. I was like, cool, that was amazing. And then at the point, I was awake, so I watched it a second time. I was like, that was so fucking good. And then it was 6 a.m. and things started to lag. So And then they crashed. For Mandalorian release dates, it is going to be Fridays, <clears throat> okay. except for episode seven, which will air Wednesday, December 18th, because that's Star Wars week, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, oh, the movie, yes. The movie. The movie, yes. Yeah. Oh, they don't want to compete with their own show. That makes sense. But hmm. like, are there are there going to be elements of Mandalorian that tie into uh, Rise of Skywalker? Wouldn't mm. be surprised. I I personally think there are. That's like a whole other theory, that's a, <laughs> deep dive. Right. That like, yeah, I, pr- I predict no, there will be no crossover. But that's me, unless it's Baby Yoda. But <laughs> God damn. Oh my God. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> moving right along. Disney Plus. You liked it, right? Uh, moving oh, yeah, I'm, moving I'm right down. along. Also a song, The Muppets Sing, which you can watch on Disney uh-huh. Plus. On, on Disney but Plus. So, like, we, me and Jen watched the, la- the, you know, the newest episode of The Mandalorian last night. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, hey, would you like to watch A New Hope? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I would. Yes, I would. You know what I mean? So like, it, went to, it went yeah. to New Hope for you? It went straight to Empire for me. It went to, actually, no, it did go to Empire, but I'm like, let's watch A New Hope, man. So, you know, this came up. Because of it, because of uh, the, it's the old who shot first. Oh, McClunky, McClunky, McClunky. Uh, two deleted scenes from A New Hope are in on Disney uh-huh. Plus. Uh, the first is a combination of moments that would have been put in the beginning of the film, showing Luke what he was doing on Tatooine while the opening space battle was going oh, on. Oh, the planet. Jer- binoculars. Jerking off because that's in, that's yeah. in the book. Well, we saw it, we saw yeah. it in the picture book. And there's yeah. a scene with him and Biggs too. Yeah, yeah. and they're looking up and they say, "Oh, I think that's a Star Cruiser or something." Yeah. yeah. Crazy shit. Uh, viewers finally get to see Tashi Station, mm-hmm. uh, the place Luke famously wanted to go pick up the power converters, of yeah. course. Oh my God, those power converters. And we have a better understanding of his friendship with Biggs. Right. Uh, the other is not a deleted scene so much as a rough cut of the cantina segment. Uh, in it, viewers see that Han was actually hanging out with a lady before Luke and Obi-Wan mm. approached. And I remember seeing photos of that. Her name was McClunky. McClunky. Uh, the scene McClunky. is also uh, entertaining in that no voices had been dubbed, so you can hear the actors speaking English rather than alien languages. Oh, wow. Did you notice that when you watched? No, I was drunk. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. And, and he actually <laughs> understands all languages when he's drinking. He does. Uh, the scene also clearly shows that Han killed Greedo first. 
Mm-hmm. It says here, in cold blood. <laughs> well, he was well, in... He yeah. was a bounty. I mean, yeah. you know, anyway. Uh, which was the case until the 1997 special edition release. Uh, the scene was changed once again by George before Disney bought the property in 2012. Uh, the change had Star Wars fans buzzing on uh, social media on Tuesday when it was discovered on Disney+. Plus. Um, in Empire Strikes Back, there is a romantic scene between Luke and Princess Leia on Hoth oh, that wow. is back in. What? After uh, Luke is attacked by the Wampa and is recovering, he is about to tell Leia he has feelings for her and kiss her, though R2 and 3PO interrupt before it can happen. Uh, at the Ugh. time, it was harmless because none of us knew. Now, remember, George knew they were twins all along. Well, he claims that. Does, the, does that, that have a cultural either. warning like a lot of the other Disney movies now? <laughs> uh, there's also a scene in Return of the Jedi in which uh, Commander Jerjerod has serious... Am I saying it right? Jerjerod. Jerjerod has serious misgivings about following orders when he is told by Emperor Palpatine to blow up the Endor moon with the Death Star, even though several battalions are still on the surface. Mm-hmm. So apparently if you watch Jedi, that scene is in there. Uh, in another scene, Luke builds his new lightsaber, yeah, uh, which would have been in the film before R2 and 3PO were sent to Jabba's palace. Here's the weird thing. So, I saw that scene when the movie came out. In your head? No, I'm convinced I saw that scene when it came out. Because I saw that scene when the movie came out. Because when they finally did show that scene, saying, here's the scene that was supposed to be in the movie before R2 and 3PO go to Jabba's palace, I'd already seen it. You know what's in, funny is I had that happen to me this week too. I watched a movie that I thought I hadn't seen, uh-huh. but like I'm pretty sure I'd seen it before, but I had like no right. recollection of it. Uh-huh. Now it's possible, having read the novelization, that I just pictured it that vividly in my head. Uh, they did the same thing with uh, Avengers Endgame. There's uh, a cut scene of Tony Stark meeting his daughter as an adult in, yeah. the, af- in the afterlife, and it's in uh, it's in the big box that yeah. you buy for six hundred dollars. Yeah, and it's Plus also too. on Disney Plus now. And it's on Disney Plus now. Yeah, they have added like not they only added those they scenes. yeah they have added wow. everything every cutscene every special feature to every movie is just when you pull up the movie and you go over to extras it's all there. Wow! And so that scene's there. Uh, one of the things like uh, that I'm super impressed with is just the sheer amount of archival stuff. So yeah, your computer wore tennis shoes, your Herbie, and this is just the beginning. They said this is the launch programming. Oh yeah, they're adding more and more and more every week. I- but the little cartoons, like they have mm-hmm. taken all of these little Kamala Khan Avengers Assemble cartoons that are maybe five, six minutes each. Those are all on there. There's a Rocket and Groot cartoon that is maybe mm-hmm. two minutes a piece, but they're all animated in the style of Scotty Young's drawing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do they have uh, Marvel Rising? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's all that Marvel stuff. Yeah, all that stuff that was available on yeah. their YouTube channel is now on Disney oh. Plus too. Yeah. And then there's a, the Rocket and Group cartoons were there. Uh, if you're a, if you're a musical theater kid, there's a show, I think it's called Encore. With oh, Kristen my worst Bell. nightmare. I don't like it because I'm not a theater kid, but she basically goes to uh reunites uh high school musical groups that <laughs> did a high school musical in like the late 90s or early mm-hmm. 80s or whatever, and they have 5 days to get back into singing shape to do the show oh, again. I will leave this earth before I am asked to do that again. Yeah, it was, that, it was just entertaining. That was that a reality show? Yes. It's like a reality okay, show. Right. Yeah, so they like they had the cast of a, <laughs> of a San Diego high school troupe who did Annie in 1996. Funny. So there like is 42. one. I was in Fiddler in the Roof. On right. the roof. <laughs> there is one that they're going to do that's like with uh, a group of kids who graduated in the 40s that they're yeah. going to do. Oh, like, okay. I would there watch that one, but yeah. if Kristen Bell showed up on my doorstep and asked me, hey, do you want to get together with these assholes again and maybe do that play again? 
I would grab my jetpack and head right off the planet. Well, for one, I need to get Kirsten Bell to get to your house because I want to see that jetpack. <laughs> uh, Shannon, we wouldn't have to worry about it. I was also on Fiddler on the Roof, but I got, <laughs> I got kicked out 10 days into the production. Why? For being... Not enough yenteling? For Lee reasons. Not enough fiddling? He was reading too Lee. That yeah. was uh, Charlie Brown, right? Yep. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck Brown threw me out. Actually pulled me up in front of the entire crew. And shamed him. And shamed me. <laughs> You want to know what a failure looks like? It's right here. Wow. You get, mark my words. 20 years from now, you'll see this guy. He'll be a hobo. He'll be a bum in the streets. I hope Kristen Bell is listening. Yeah. This is just, I think he's dead. Oh, he's got to be dead. Taking <laughs> he's not. Wait till he gets a load on me. Well, then we get the scene of you standing over his grave. Yeah. Well, or they get the scene of me just yeah. saying, wow, all these tubes do something, don't they, Chuck? <laughs> Jesus. So all in all, Disney Plus, you're, you're I'm, yeah, I'm was, down. Like last night was the first night I experienced lag. Like it was lagging out a lot, and then I looked at the clock and was like, "It's nine o'clock on a Saturday night with yeah. you know mm-hmm. the largest entertainment platform that's ever launched." But for six bucks, I, I love the people that were dramatically gnashing their teeth and wailing on Tuesday. My children got up early to watch this, and they're so sad. It's like, have you ever been around anything during a launch? Yeah, yeah. Give it a few weeks before you start complaining about. T- okay, problems. It does not have a what you watched last thing. It oh. does not resume the episode exactly where you left off. Oh. Sometimes. sometimes. So I think that's a tech. Like Mandalorian okay. sometimes goes, oh yeah, you were here? Because I do. Why would you pot? Why would you stop it? Why well, would you I, leave? No, because I pull, I had to pull, uh, I had to pull uh, screen grabs for mm. my Bleeding Cool articles. And so then when I came back in to watch it with Rachel that night, it was at the last screen grab that I had. And it's like, okay, well that went from my PlayStation to my my work computer so that's cool but okay. then later in the night it didn't pick up where we left off so okay. it's, that's that's I mean, growing that, but they're, they'll figure that out yeah. it's growing pains yeah. uh, I still haven't figured out how to do the watch list but that's probably me being 50 more than anything Jen did it she set up one for for you for Jackson oh yeah. okay so no, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's a, it's a it's worth your time and money I honestly think the sheer amount of programming that they have on there and the sheer amount of programming they're going to be having on there in the next year if I were HBO Max going forward I'd be like are we really sure our $15 a month platform yeah is that impressive because hmm. it is they've got a lot of shit they've coming got, out on they've it. got a big library but, but it Disney's literally going, yeah, we're going to do it all for six bucks. Fuck you. And and, like, they've got Steamboat Willie on that. I watched that shit. That, That's that, fucking you know, weird. That should be the first thing that you watch on uh-huh. Disney+. It's about the first thing that pops up. There's a little... They have it broken down into uh, you might like this sections. So like the Mickey throughout the ages. That's uh. that's Carrie Jackson right there. It uh. starts with Steamboat Willie and it's like every... There's just a shit ton of Mickey Mouse cartoons yeah. on there. Um, and, and then there's like modern... Mickey and Minnie shorts. I heard those were good. They're fantastic. But, but they're set, like, they're di- from different regions. I watched one that's in Thai. Whoa. Yeah. Because I heard that there's one out there, and I watched it, uh, and it's it's on the web, so if, if you look for it. Yeah, they were doing them all for YouTube. And it's this interesting style of animation. Yeah. And there was one where Goofy was in pieces? Yeah. Yeah, because it's the animation and, students, isn't it? Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, it's, okay, Short story long. Yeah. Um, I was accepted to the California Institute of the Arts in Valencia, California in 1988. Mm-hmm. And if I had been accepted into the California Institute of the Arts in, say, 2014, 
that's one of your projects would be to animate a Mickey Mouse short. Really? So that's most likely where that's coming from. It's the animation students basically doing their graduation thesis, and then yeah, it this, gets released. Yeah, because that's what all like the weird yeah. Mickey Mouse cartoons, because I've seen them on YouTube, too, and yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of weird, and but they're, they're the animation students yeah, who do those. Exactly. This one was Mickey and Donald trying to put Goofy back together. Right. It's mm-hmm. like they'd never seen him before. But he's too, <laughs> yeah, and there's another, there's another great one of, of Mickey and Minnie just trying to eat lunch at a cafe in Paris and it's completely just bonkers the entire episode's bonkers they're all yeah. fun they're well I, I, I can't wait to get my high school musical residual checks yeah. you'll get there what I was in high school musical oh cool shut a locker and I walked away you know it's funny because uh my Zach Efron said hi to me whoa my wife yeah. at the very same high school was in can't buy me love with the Corys. You can see her driving around circles in the parking lot <laughs> while they're arguing about a girl. Well, I guess they're shooting some TV series here. The High School Musical, the musical of the series. Yeah, here in Salt Lake. So. The musical at, series, at the High. High School Musical, the musical that can't musical any more musicals. Exactly. Uh-huh. Too many musical. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got some release dates since we're on the topic of uh, Disney and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some release dates. Full list of what's coming to theaters. The Altals. Theaters from Marvel the Studios in 2020. Um, May 1st, Black Widow, which uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, November 6th, The Eternals. Okay. Which is still happening. I, <laughs> I'm still wrapping my head around that one. Yeah. Uh, February 12th, 2021, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings oh. is the name of it. That goes uh, back to the first movie. Yeah. May 7th, 2021, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Let's pause for a moment. And uh, apparently the events of Loki and WandaVision. Tie into. Tie into this. That's what I read too. Uh, but you don't have to see those shows to know It'll what's just help. On. It'll, It'll help. Just, we'll be in the It'll be like a fun. No, It'll also, be fun. It's like well, a yeah, fun we thing. We saw this on TV. It'll be, no. No. Oh, well, if you, if you reference the sacred texts. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Um, that's what I always... Oh, read them, have you? That's what I always say when we're watching Watchmen. Um, <laughs> November 5th, 2021, Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, February 18th, 2022, Untitled. May 5th, 2022, Black Panther 2. And then there's a whole bunch of places that are labeled for untitled. So uh, that could be Guardians 3. Uh, uh, we Got This Covered is going to say they're all yeah. X-Men and Fantastic Four movies because wow. We Got This Covered is a bunch of shit. Is a bunch of shit. a Captain Marvel sequel. Uh, we're getting a Captain Marvel. Well, sure, we'll get a Captain Marvel sequel. We're, we're getting another Ant-Man. We're getting Ant-Man Ant 3. Man. Uh, Blade That's is right. coming. Oh, yeah. Um, so in... Uh, so. the, how you were saying they upload like extra, like scene extra things for like the like, Avengers Endgame. I read that they did one for Age of Ultron where there was a Captain Marvel stand in. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. That was a deleted scene. Because Joss Whedon had intended to like introduce her. It's that, that scene at the very end where they're uh, all, and Cap is like Avengers, warehouse. uh, and there's a Captain Marvel stand-in. Oh, yeah. wow. It's way in the distance. You can't see it. They hadn't even cast it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's when Feige said, no, I think she I needs think a proper introduction. I was going to say, because just having her like sh- there at the end, that Hi. doesn't make sense. No, it I doesn't. I think they might have been trying to allude to her in Doctor Strange, because they are talking about a 26-year-old right before he had his accident. Uh, who got struck by lightning. and Yeah, struck by yeah. lightning and had schizophrenia and oh, all this other I'll shit. Go and back like, and listen. Obviously, they're mm-hmm. referencing a character, but I think even if that was supposed to be Captain Marvel, they were like, no, that's not See, I don't think. Ago. I don't think it was Captain Marvel. Yeah, it could have been any number yeah. of 
potential. Anyway, uh, so so there's all that. Um, and and l- let's let's just wrap things up here real quick with the biggest news really of the week. This is the biggest news. This is the in Hollywood. News. This story that I'm about to read to you. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. Asuka. But uh, no, this was this was the big news this week. Uh, Lionsgate beating out several suitors, including HBO Max and Paramount, in the final bidding and negotiations to pick up this movie. There was a fight, a bidding war over this. The unbearable weight of massive talent is the name of the movie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it is a movie scripted by Tom Gormican and Kevin Etten. Uh, Gormican is attached, attached to direct. It will star Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. Will it finally get him out of debt? Will the IRS finally stop no, knocking on the door? Nicholas, never. Nick, he will star as Nicolas Cage, the character desperate to get a role in a new Tarantino movie while also dealing with a strained relationship with his teenage daughter. He also occasionally talks to an egotistical 1990s version of himself who rides him for making crappy movies and not being a star anymore. Oh my so God. he will be Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. And then Nicolas Cage. Talking, Talking to Nicolas Cage. Talking to Nicolas Cage. So excited. So if, if they just only, followed him with a camera. If only, uh, was it Spike Jones that did Malkovich? Uh, ad- adaptation is is also Spike Jones, who, or not Spike Jones, but Spike Lee. But yeah. Yeah, Spike Jones. one of those guys that did <laughs> with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway. So I just want to see uh, this versus John Malkovich. So the Cage character is under a mountain of debt. Mm-hmm. finds himself forced to make an appearance at a birthday party of a Mexican billionaire who happens to be a fan of Cage's work and secretly hopes to show him a script, which he has been working on. While he bonds with the man, Cage is informed by the CIA that the billionaire is actually a drug cartel kingpin who has kidnapped the daughter of a Mexican presidential nominee and is recruited by the U.S. government to get intelligence. The situation spirals even more dramatically when, when he the, has to steal the Constitution when from the Mexican Declaration of Independence. When, oh, the Mexican, the when the Mexican brings over Cage's daughter and his ex-wife for a reconciliation, and then their lives are on the line, Cage has to save the day. Wow. Movie of the year. I bet yes. he'll sell his comic book collection so he can pay their... So it is, it, is, it is so meta, it includes nods to leaving Las Vegas, face-off, Gone in 60 Seconds, uh, this, uh, Adaptation, uh, Get Shorty. Uh, it's, it's, if he doesn't do this, he's a fool. Yeah. If well. Nicolas Cage thinks that this makes fun, he, he's finally gotten the script and he's had it for a couple of weeks and he's considering it. But if he doesn't do this, he's a fool. Mm-hmm. Well, does he have a choice? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of under the impression that he would that totally he owes so do money. it. When when he was doing the voice for Spider Noir, they were like, "Hey, we need more," and he's like, "Oh, you want the full cage?" And then did like the full cage, <laughs> the full cage. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. That's the big news this week. That's is, pretty big news. Is the Nicolas Cage movie? Mm-hmm. It's pretty big news. Uh, it's huge. Everyone's talking about it. That's no Baby Yoda. They're, it's no Baby Yoda. Everyone. Is oh God. Everyone is. Oh, by the way, I, I call cage. I call it a yodeling because. It's calling it Baby Yoda is implying that it's Yoda. God, now everyone was getting pissed off about that. I was going to say, don't be that guy because... No, I'm not being that guy. If it was a Baby Gungan, we'd be calling it Baby Jar Jar. We don't know what else to call it. Yeah. No, they'd be... Yeah. Uh, knowing knowing Star Wars fans, they'd be calling it Baby Fuckface because yeah. they hate Jar Jar so much. Uh, well, and, and we don't know the name of Yoda's species. Yeah. No, they're Yodas. They're Yodas. Right. And the or yad- one, there's a Yaddle. There's well, Yaddle. There, yeah, there was. And there was a couple of others I oh. read about this week. 
I don't think those were actually yeah, like, real. Yeah. They were uh, in the, the what is not canon anymore. Expanded universe. Expanded universe. Right. So they yeah. don't. I've had a lot of people trying to explain yeah. things to me this week. By the way, people, please stop sending me articles. Yeah, <laughs> I know they're there. But a lot I always of these, go, hey, yeah, I have a computer too. Well, I, no, it's it's. I mean, and I realize sometimes you're trying to help, but when you're sending me stuff on the expanded universe, because there's one guy's like, yeah. let me explain everything in the Mandalorian. It's like. Okay, cool. Beskar is in the expanded universe, and it is a thing of Mandalore, but we don't know that the expanded universe explanation of Beskar is the same yeah. as this. See, new what universe. I've been doing is I find a thing, and then I go to Lee, and I'm like, "Hey, I read this thing. Does it check out?" <laughs> and then Lee goes, "I don't know, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, "Okay," and then I go ask Brian. <laughs> Listen, there, there, there are just some rules. If you're new to Geek Show, there are some rules. You don't need to send us articles. We see yeah. it too. We see it all. Yeah. And most of it that you're sending us is from sites that... They're we, not reputable. We don't trust. Like, seriously, Latino Review, uh, I really wish it was reputable. I really wish we got this covered was reputable. Yeah. What what they do is they say, wouldn't it be funny if this happened? And then they make an article they and then 5,000 people share it. Yeah. And then it's not true. But eventually, they will get one that's right. Yeah. And then they'll be like, see, we we called this two years ago. I was like, well, yeah, you've predicted everything. There are kernels of rice starring in the next Marvel movie that you've been predicting for years. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, also, uh, we, we don't engage in online arguments over who was the best Batman. We just we, don't. We do don't. <laughs> and the other one that I don't do, you and know. this is just me, I don't speculate. Yeah, I'm not going to speculate. If you want to speculate about what the secret origin of such and such is, mm-hmm. have a good time. Yeah. But I'm not going to do it because I kind of want to see what the filmmaker wants to do. Yeah. What the comic book writer wants to yeah. do. The speculating is how we end up hating the thing that comes out. Yeah. Because especially when we're so passionate about a project mm-hmm. that we've built our own headcanon about it. Yeah. And then when it comes out and it's not our headcanon, we go, well, this is shit. I, w- I was reading an article today about how, how much everybody hated the Hulk in Endgame. Everybody, huh? Everybody? Everybody. I thought he was amazing. I thought he was probably one of the best parts. Some might yeah, say me too. he was incredible. You know? Lee? Oh? Better than that. <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> I see low-hanging fruit. I make a yeah. pie. <laughs> just just know the difference between the the, what, the websites that you're going to, whether, yeah. they're, whether they're news or opinion. I'm telling you 90% of them are opinion. Yeah. They are. And they should say opinion or they should they say should. speculation. I mean, because there's nothing wrong with Dreamcasting. I love Dreamcasting. It's we fun. write... At Bleeding Cool, we write Dreamcasting articles all the time. Yeah. We're like, wouldn't it be fantastic if Nicolas Cage played Baby and Palpatine? And, and yeah. if I ever engage in speculation, it's it is exactly it's wouldn't exactly it be cool that. if wouldn't it? Be and cool? I love I love absorbing theories and speculations. Sure. I never like get in. I'm a golden retriever for person. I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. Right, <laughs> that sounds way cool. But like beyond that, I'm like, we'll, we'll see what happens. When so, but it, but if you do want to actually like, okay, I'll, I'll plug my own site. Bleeding Cool is a really good place to get upcoming news because we actually vet it. If it's if it hasn't shown up on Deadline or Variety yet, we're yeah. not reporting it. Yeah. And so, but Deadline, fantastic source of news. Mm-hmm. Variety, fantastic source of it's, news. They're the Holly, business. Hollywood Reporter, yes. great source of news. These are the Cosmic sites. Cosmic Book News? Not <laughs> so much. Not so much from Cosmic <laughs> Book News. But those sites, yeah. those are the sites that we all have plugged into our RSS feeds so that when news breaks, we yeah. get alerted. And then it's just a mad scramble to see who can rewrite it the best yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we all do it right yeah, yeah. so if you see something from uh, we got this covered I pick on them a lot because we get people dropping them oh did you hear they just said that uh, uh, oh, who is it uh, the, the Gianni Ribici is playing uh, Boulevard Trask in the upcoming 
I'm sorry. I just said that. Somebody at We Got This Covered is going to go like, yeah. We got oh, yeah, it. for we real. Gotta, we got to print that. Yeah. So awesome. We got it covered. Got it, got it covered. Yeah. Got to print it. So, yeah, go uh, yeah. go with the real sources. Go with the businesses. Yeah, Entertainment Weekly drops good stuff. They do. Yeah. So if, You're not going to be first. No. But you'll be right. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're not reporting that because they don't want to get sued. Yeah. I'm not interested in being first. No. I, I, I want to know what's really happening. Right. And, you know, we, we have a thing with our site where we have a prime time. Mm-hmm. Like, we know when most people are on our site. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, this news broke at 730 this morning. Everybody's going to have a meme up of it or a share of it within a half an hour. But we know that most of our traffic comes after 11. So let's just save it for 11. Oh, that's smart. Well, it is. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, we're all very sleepy. <laughs> so. All right. Anything? And, um, and yeah. I guess I'm just stupid because I like everything. <laughs> I like every. I like most things. You know what I mean? I'm like, I like those. I like the latest Jedi films. Yeah. You know, I like. I like those. Jedi I films. like the Mandalorian. I'm fucking way in on uh, Watchmen. Oh Holy God! No, I shit. can't. I can't get enough of that fucking I, show. I do. I do love the people that are getting shit for liking the new trilogy because I'm just like, welcome to liking the prequels. <laughs> well, exactly. I still don't like those. Oh no, you don't have to. But that's right? basically when it's I've had not people, for me. I've had people telling me for years, "Oh, you're just a prequel apologist." I'm like, I'm not apologizing. I really genuinely enjoyed those movies. He really does. And yeah. so the last two movies that have come out, and people are like, "Why are people? Why are people shitting on me for liking Last Jedi?" I'm like, because fans are sometimes welcome, welcome to, to my world. world. Right. I saw some movies. Oh. Reviews? I did. Let's do it. Okay, I saw Charlie's Angels, uh-huh. and I think you guys should go see it. I heard it's I fun. To. Because Patrick Stewart is delightful in it. Is he Charlie? He's Bosley He's number Bosley. one. Bosley one? This Bosley is, one. This is the new thing, is that uh, the Charlie's Angels detective agency is now global. Okay. And, ev- and, and so there's a headquarters all over the place. Bosley is a rank. And yeah. Bosley like a is a rank, yeah. So if you're the Bosley of this chapter then you're yeah. in charge and elizabeth elizabeth banks wrote and directed it mm-hmm. and she's bosley like 342 or something um it's fun i heard it's it was fun. great fun it's mm-hmm. a little heavy-handed on the people shit all over women all the time oh uh, but they do but they do yeah um but it's a little much so it kind of fumbles in the first act because of it but like after that like they're just having fun kristen stewart for once like as i love her that's what i've noticed she is, I think she's phenomenal, but this is like the first time you can tell she's comfortable and she's allowed to have fun. I was gonna Other say, than that time she hosted SNL. Yeah. It was every, like the best host they ever had. Because any time I've ever seen her in anything, I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to hang out with her. But then I see scenes from this and I'm like, she's oh, she's hilarious. There, there, are two, there are two people that I'm told that you never want to be stupid around. She's one of them. Oh. And the other one is... is it, uh, Fox, Megan Fox? Megan Fox? Really? Yeah, like Megan Fox. Megan has a, Fox is incredibly smart. She has immense level intellect. And I, everybody I've talked to who has interviewed her, they're just like, oh no, you do not want to be wrong about the oh. Etruscans around her. Oh, okay. Because Megan Fox will tell you, no, you're completely wrong about the dynastic trilogy of the, of the Etruscans. What does that say and about the, Brian Austin Green then? They separated. Oh, good. Thank God. I'm pretty sure they separated. <laughs> yeah, she just probably needed right. some place to put her beer. <laughs> so, so um, that's funny. But it ties into the whole Charlie's Angels verse. It ties into the TV show, and it ties into the, the previous apparently, two movies. The yeah, Drew Barrymore ones? Apparently mm-hmm. everything is canon. Yeah. Wow. It's wow, awesome. that takes some work. That's awesome. It's the way that they do it. It's the Charlie phenomenal. verse. The, the Charlie verse. Yeah. I love that. So you know what that means? Love Boat's canon. <laughs> is it? Because they went on the Love Boat. Love Did Boat the Angels. Charlie's Angels... <gasps> you didn't see Love Boat Angels? I remember it now. Yeah, they had a crossover. That means Love Boat is canon, Rebecca. <laughs> go for it. Go oh, for it. Oh, oh, oh no. Isaac, Love yeah, Boat no. is canon. 
Love Boat Angels was amazing. Did you guys see that? Oh, that's fun. What is it? Blumhouse? Blumhouse. Is doing a... Fantasy Island. A scary fantasy island. Yeah. yeah. That is scary because he's an angel. Um, and then I also saw Frozen 2. And? Let it go? Not as good as the first one. I've heard that. It focuses too much on teaching lessons mm. through song rather than developing a good story. Well, so you're saying they're songs. Yeah, there's well, yeah. there's songs. Never mind. Everybody has to have their moment. Yeah. yeah. And like it, it is too focused on teaching lessons. Like Olaf is very much like I'm young and I don't understand this now, but I will when I'm older. And that's a very specific song for the kids. There's an REO Speedwagon tribute uh, by Kristoff. It was the one part in the movie where I turned to Sean Means and I was like, what is happening? And he said, I'm not sure, but I'll know when I'm older. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, you know, uh, Elsa has her whole, uh, I'm my own hero. And, blah, blah, blah. and Elsa's like, has, or Anna has a whole song about grief and depression and, and therapy's not a <laughs> it's, it's, therapy's not a stigma. You're you're making uh, it sound like work. It kind of it felt like you know how there's like those TV show spinoffs of movies of like kids movies like Love Boat Angels. It kind of felt like a like an episode of, of the, the, uh, like that Lion King like a Lion Cubs. King TV show. Yeah. It felt like an isolated episode. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Elsa does not get her girlfriend. Elsa's also a horse girl. So. Oh, good. And there's a Weezer song. Oh. What? Yeah. All right. There's a fucking There's a Weezer song. Weezer does one of the songs, and Panic at the Disco does one of the other What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound least, right. At least does like, it? get some My Chemical Romance while the fire's hot. <laughs> while the fire's hot. While the fire's hot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you don't want to wait until the fire's cold. Too late. Let it go. <laughs> so what do you, what do you give uh, Charlie's Angels? Like? Charlie's Angels, I gave it a three and a half out of four at City Weekly. And then Frozen... Uh, I think I'm giving it like a 1.5. Ooh. I well, I was not thrilled. I'll wait and speak to my net nieces about that. Asuka. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Egg, egg, egg. Asuka, Asuka, Asuka. Asuka. <laughs> All right. Okay, we will um, uh, get back to the episode, Chet Mephistopheles. That's the name of the episode. Please to enjoy. Cabin Fever has a great idea this month. Let's all pitch in and make it a thank you month. Thank you for being a fellow geek. Thank you for all the laughs. Cabin Fever has an array of ways to say thank you during this month. From hilarious blank cards, sincere and heartfelt thank yous, to Thanksgiving specific cards meant to thank the person who makes all the great holiday food. By the way, Cabin Fever thanks you, fellow meeks, geeks, and freaks. You make their days pleasant and you're so gosh darn likable. November is also a great month to send someone a quick surprise note to say thank you just for their love, support, and kindness. Think about it. Cabin Fever is located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Make sure to tell them Geek Show says hey. And thank you. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a Thanksgiving card store. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by... Booze Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink.
Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. And we're back. Yeah. Shannon! Stop it. I know. I'm so nasty. I'm so. No, you've just been single mindedly focused on ejaculation. About today. cum. Yeah. I know, guys. Three, like, whole, three whole episodes. Yeah, he's just like, comedy, come, 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 come. My name's Shannon. Comedy, come, come, come. Comedy, come, come, come. Like, you're like the Mary Poppins of cum right now. Please elaborate on your <laughs> metaphor. Yeah, what does super that mean? Cum, uh, super comely. Full of sugar makes the. Yeah. Super comely. Come go down. Fragilistic XB. Come delicious. Come delicious. You're trying. Yeah. You I want to califragilistic extra cumulodocious. I want to go home. Yeah, I kind of do. Is that the episode title? Yeah. Uh, how do you spell that? Right now, <laughs> right now, still Chet Mephistopheles, unless something happens. Chet Mephistopheles is. Chet right. Mephistopheles. He is quite the man. And his cat. Smoking oysters. Mr. Yeah. Swiggles. <laughs> All right. Let's finish this up. This is like a fucking like hardcore blues band. We we are going to put this to bed. I, I used the bidet to clean my spoken. Once and see, for it's all. got a setting for that. Once and for all, we're gonna get this. This is the last our Marvel the movie. The final cinema. word. The our Marvel movie cinema thing because it's it pops up on Geek Twitter all the time. Did, did Coppola weigh in on this? Coppola yeah. weighed in. On okay, it. he so had a problem with him. Coppola was an executive producer on Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow, which means yes. shut the fuck up, Coppola. Yeah. Also, you directed uh, I Will Sail Oceans of Cheese for You. Well, and Coppola helped out with American Graffiti, which yeah. George then, you know, I mean. Yeah, yeah but those, that's not a comic book movie. Well, no, but I, I'm and, just saying and Coppola he, actually, he enabled George to. And Coppola stepped in and actually directed a scene in um, Revenge of the Sith. Because. Really? The, yeah. I did mm-hmm. not know that. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola and uh, one of the other buddies from that period of time they directed two of the scenes in Revenge of the Sith right because George was like directing is hard I don't know no, how to he, make these people he do felt like there's there's the do. scene there's the scene where Anakin and Padme are looking across the city yeah and that I think was Coppola's scene and he, oh. or he might have done the opera scene because this is the opera scene where Palpatine's like oh. you know the legend of yeah yeah that's that's <laughs> one of them too so like jo- George was like this this uh, part of the movie has emotions in it. And I, don't Lucas, how, I don't know how to direct that. To be completely fair to Lucas, he did not want to direct those movies. He didn't want to direct them. I don't want to do it. But no that. one else would do it. Got well, I, I think it, it was because at the time no one else knew how to direct right, that shit. Because, because he was he was he was spearheading so much special yeah, effects technology. Was pioneering and, it for I mean, sure. He went he went to Tarantino, he went to Coppola, he went to Spielberg. Spielberg was like, No, George, I'm not directing Star Wars. For one, you won't get the fuck out of my way. And let me make the movie. Yeah, you'll just be standing there saying, "No, we need to do this with a tennis ball," and you know yeah. all that kind of shit. So no one would touch him. Steven, so but Scorsese and all those guys are not the first to do this, obviously. No. But and if you go online, you can see this. This uh, happened back in 1983. Uh, Siskel and Ebert mm-hmm. uh, co-directed the movie. We're in a we're in an interview with another film critic. Who was trash-talking Star Wars. Mm. And Siskel and Ebert kind of set him straight on quite a few things. So did the the ghosts of Siskel and Ebert come back? No, this is back in 83 when they were both still... Oh, I was wondering if they were weighing in on this latest bit. No, no, no. We're from beyond the grave. This was uh, right after Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can find the video. It's critic Joe Simon, uh, featured on ABC News Nightline, if you just look this up. And oh, I was, remember Joe Simon. Yeah, he was shitting on the Star Wars movies. 
Um, and he said, uh, I feel they are so bad uh, because Star Wars movies are completely dehumanizing, he said. Uh, special effects are the tail of the dog, which should not wag the whole animal. Uh, when you have a film that is 90% special effects, you might as well be watching a cartoon because finally all those special effects begin to look unreal. Boo. So, so this is what he said. <clears throat> this 90%. was in 1984? This was in 83. 83. And keep in mind, keep, um, keep in mind Titanic, yeah. Titanic had 10 times the special effects of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he also went on to say that uh, you know, uh, he had three lousy actors in these movies. They're made for children. Uh, they should be the only people who see them are children. Uh, but then he goes on to say they're brutalizing children. They're stultifying children. They're making kids dumber than they need to be. Mm. <laughs> so, I'm exactly the amount of dumb I need to be. Exactly. So here comes Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> I, I should watch that show. I totally disagree <laughs> with Mr. Simon. He began. I don't know what he did as a child, but I spent a lot of my Saturday matinees watching science fiction movies and serials and having a great time. Flash Gordon. And being stimulated and having my imagination stimulated and having all sorts of visions take place in my mind that would help me to become an adult and still stay young at heart. Mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't say that I am childlike, but that uh, Simon is old at heart. We Ooh. called him. Oh, yeah, what wow. an old Called heart. Old. I never want to be called old at heart. Exactly. Even my old fart is old here, as you, fuck. You old heart. So you then, old fart heart. Yeah, so then Siskel stepped in. I feel bad, honestly. I feel bad for this critic, John Simon, that he didn't have a good time at these pictures. I don't think that Jedi is, a cam is campy fun. I think this is well-made fun. This is very good of its kind. Uh and uh, Simon never said the words not cinema. He drove the specific point by saying the films lacked flesh and blood. Yeah, they're movies. He said, so what you're left with is something that Disney could have done with, with a drawing board and some pencils and colors. Which they did later. Which they did later. <laughs> uh, it was at that moment that Ebert predicted the future, decades down the road. Remember, mm -hmm. this is 83. He said that Walt Disney would eventually purchase Lucasfilm. Nailed it. In this interview, he says, these are the sorts of movies that Disney people should be making and the kind of movies that Disney made 20 or 30 years ago. I think all movies are special effects. Movies are not real. They are two-dimensional. It's a dream. It's an imagination. So as to whether this film is good or not, it excited me. It made me laugh. It made me thrilled. And that's what a movie like this is for. Oh, and the same people as is, 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 uh, Coppola or um, are any of these guys going to shit on The Wizard of Oz? Which that's is, my question for them. It's it's a that's a fluffy little fantasy piece. With um, Ebert went on to say, I also enjoyed films by Ingmar Bergman and people like that. I share that taste with Mr. Simon, but I try, I think, in my own movie-going taste, to be broad enough to try to understand why a bunch of people would want to get together and see well, a Star Wars movie and enjoy it. And that's how I look at movies. I'm like, I go into it enjoying what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, I want to watch uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, I I'm gonna, not. I'm gonna, like I'm gonna rent it online tonight and watch it, knowing that it's fucking garbage, mm -hmm. but enjoyable fucking it is garbage, not garbage, right? Mm -hmm. Well, but it's enjoy. <laughs> it is garbage. It's enjoyable garbage. What was that, right? Chet? Um, <laughs> but like, we used to get, uh, I used to get in fights with uh, Scott Vice. Yes, Jeff Vice's. Uh, Twin brother. That was fifty percent. Fifty percent of the relationship he yeah. had with Scott was fighting. Was with him. fighting about movies. Yes. He's like, "This is terrible. It's garbage." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's 
Come on, brain dead is enjoyable fucking brain damage. Yeah, brain it's damage. It's enjoyable fucking garbage. It, 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 go into it for like robot jocks. Yeah. You know? I loved it that Jimmy loved that movie. <laughs> because it is fucking garbage. It was basically fucking marinettes. Yeah. Marionettes of, of uh, you know, meccas, mm. right? But Marinara. Um, Tony. I walk into any... <laughs> Mechanera. Mechanera. <laughs> Spaghetti. Um, <laughs> but no, I'd like, mm-hmm. go into a movie for what it is. Yeah. Right? Yep. So uh, <clears throat> me and Jan watched uh, Pet Cemetery. The okay. new Pet Cemetery. Oh, the new one. How was it? Yeah. It was okay. It's not you know, as good as the first one. It's not as good as the first one. And they switched it up a little, which I thought was cool. All right. Uh, but I'm just like, nah, it's kind of garbage, but this is okay. Yeah. You know, and uh, rewatched uh, Tucker and Dale. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a not funny movie. Garbage. Which is a great yeah. fucking movie, right? Um, so it's just like, walk into a movie and to go, I walk into every, every movie I walk into, I go, I want to like it. All right. I'm like the exact opposite of most nerds. I was going to say, you, you wouldn't be a good uh, movie critic. Okay. Well, because you want to like that's all how, the movies. But see, I disagree because that's how I am when I go see movies. And right. I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a movie critic. I, I go in with like the intentions of liking most everything that I see. Mm-hmm. But if it's garbage, I'll say it's garbage. If it's like terrible, I'll go, this thing fucking sucked. Yeah. You know? So Kevin Smith weighed in. Ugh. <laughs> Whoa, easy with Carrie. Them's fighting words. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> I'm indif- I'm indifferent on Kevin Smith. I just Uh-oh. thought he had some uh, some good things to okay. say here. He says, "From a very passionate fan, yes, of yes. things." Says, "For my money, I think Martin Scorsese made the biggest superhero movie ever, which was The Last Temptation of Christ. Don't get much bigger than, of a superhero than Jesus, right?" <laughs> uh, so so maybe. Anyways, he continues. Says, "My feeling is, Martin Scorsese never sat in a movie theater with his dad." and watched the movies of Steven Spielberg in the 80s or George Lucas in the late 70s. He didn't feel that sense of magic and wonder. I guarantee you that there's something that he enjoyed with his parents, like a musical. I bet you uh, some some people would say a musical is not really cinema. But Martin Scorsese grew up on musicals. I bet they meant a lot to him. These Marvel movies come from a core. They come from a happy childhood, and they're reflections of a happy childhood. He's not wrong, but at the same time, neither are we for loving these movies, and they are cinema. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what I that's what I go back to. Well, is, and and Carrie, I yeah. like I think for like us that like have been alive way too long. Yeah, have been reading comic books way too long. Well, since we were you know six and seven. Yeah, um, I think it's. The movies that we made in our heads. Yes, they're happening. Finally happening. And it's just like, it blows, like, like I said, like when at the end of Endgame, mm-hmm. when all the portals opened up and everybody came pouring out. Yeah. My nerdy mind could not handle it. It was a, it was a big. I started fucking crying. It was a big splash page. Right. And I yeah. was just like, I can't believe this is a thing, you know? And so. So, uh, like, but I also like Schindler's List. Yeah, you know, but like, you can like both, you yeah. fucking assholes. So, so our friend Mike Anderson, <clears throat> our our lawyer, our lawyer, he found this article in the Guardian, mm-hmm. British Press, great magazine, so, British, you know, yeah, and and their film British. critic Helen O'Hara. Uh huh. Who you're not gonna fuck with Helen? Not gonna fuck with Helen. No. And here's the headline. 
Sorry, Marty. Wow. But, but Captain America is daring serious art. I'd agree. That's the headline. No, I love all three of those fucking movies. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to read this to you. It's a couple of pages, but it, you'll love it. All right, so get comfortable. Get your yogurt, whatever it is you have handy. I'll get my bidet. Settle back on your bidet. <laughs> Settle back on your bidet and listen up. Because here's uh, Helen O'Hara. Squirt. Marvel movies are not just cinema. They're good cinema. At the end of the Marvel Studios 2018 hit Black Panther, there is a moment that unflailingly reduces audiences to a stunned silence. Yep. The film's mm-hmm. villain, Eric Killmonger, is carried dying by its eponymous hero to a high ridge just to watch the sunset. Bitter and in pain, he refuses medical treatment, saying, Oh, just bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. Right. In a big Hollywood movie, superhero movie no less, he delivers a stinging rebuke to those who would overlook the history of racial injustice. It may come from a villain, but the line echoes in our hero's actions afterwards as he opens his high-tech African nation's borders to help with the oppressed. This discussion, led by extraordinary filmmaking talents and grounded in serious concerns about the place for independence of thought in the, in the modern studio system, is a valuable one. But the fact that a Marvel movie makes some of the most thoughtful and nuanced blockbusters in Hollywood right now is something to be considered. Superhero comic books were one of the original innovative art forms of the 20th century. I agree. That's a great sentence right there. Yep. And in the last two decades, Hollywood has seriously begun to capture the essence of what's special about them. Marvel and its competitors can now capture a visual dazzle, the interwoven narratives, and the impossible powers of the original books. But after decades of visual effects, blockbusters, and franchise filmmakings, uh, it's hard to point to any one of these films that do... Uh, films do that is wholly new or outrageous. Only the scale of Marvel's success has made it the whipping boy. Yeah, exactly. And that's true 100%, in the industry. Yep. And, and, and here's the thing about these movies. Everyone likes to dump on whoever's on top. Yeah. Right. I mean... Well, and the thing about these How do you movies dump is on someone like, on top? Just a bidet. You throw um, it up. <laughs> these Marvel movies, <clears throat> they can take my breath away. <clears throat> they can make me cry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, they can make me laugh my ass off. Yep. Right? Or And just go and and think about a movie for like fucking five days. Yeah. Like every time, like like when Jimmy was still around, we'd go mm-hmm. to one of the screenings and yeah. I'd go right to his house and be like, let's fucking talk We'd talk out. about it for yeah. days, yeah. Today, Marvel has made 23 films over 11 years. A meta-franchise, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that enfolds several sub-franchises, Iron Man, Captain America, Avengers, and so on. An interconnected storytelling feat like this has never been attempted or accomplished on this level. And initially, the scale of that ambition made this daringly experimental as any independent film project. Well, that's one of the reasons why Avengers is still my favorite Marvel movie. The first one. The first one, because up until that point, I'd never seen anything like that's it. That's when I got my tattoo. I yeah. Know. That's it. We're doing it. While the MCU movies are all described as superhero films, there are characters in them, such as Black Widow, with no special powers beyond intelligence or training, and films that are more closely resemble space opera or thrillers in genre, so that each film does feel distinct and fresh, and we've talked about that. Uh, nor are they uniformly gung-ho or mindless. Captain America Civil War offers a neat parallel to the start of the last Iraq War 
in its discussion of unilateral versus collective action and depicts a devastating internecine conflict between the series heroes in which no one is entirely wrong or right. Mm -hmm. We've always said that movie was really smart. Mm -hmm. Thor Ragnarok has anti-colonialist undercurrents, Mm -hmm. but also a gladiatorial battle between a Norse space god and a giant green rage monster. Uh, This year, the last act of Captain Marvel made a feminist statement as compelling as that in in Cannes' breakout Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Or even if the rest of the film, you know, even even if the rest of the film traded uh, lyricism for action, I disagree with that. But the their interlinked nature has allowed several Marvel films to each downbeat endings that other studio bosses would reject outright. Right, because some of them are like super fucking sad. Yeah. Like when you walk walked out of uh, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Remember, well, like people are fucking bawling, and, the, and he, she uses that in the example. Yeah. Says the aforementioned Civil War finishes with almost every character beaten and miserable. Avengers: Infinity Wars. He's half the population of the universe devolve into thin air. Uh, the films invite not only geeky dissection of comic book references, but also serious discussions about mortality, relationships, and why, for example, a brainwashed assassin is not technically guilty of murder. Mm-hmm. Right. About that. That's the Winter Soldier. Uh, some claim that Marvel's visions of mostly good and evil is inherently reductive, but that seems wrong. Why is the thrill of watching gangster? Now, this is a direct dig at Martin Scorsese. Because like, he's got such a rage boner for yes. gangster movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Why is the thrill of watching gangsters transgress social norms more valuable than the thrill of watching a decent guy super punch Nazis? A lack of morality is not in itself a virtue. Our current political mess is fueled by leaders who encourage us to believe that there is no such thing as good or evil, that no one is sincere. In the howling void of cynicism they create, they can tell people whatever lies they want and have them treated as weightily as the truth. Marvel films acknowledge, surprisingly often, that goodness is not easy and that the right thing is not always obvious but worth striving for. Why would we reject that message? With Scorsese-like gangsters running global superpowers, uh, a fact of everyday life for the ballooning numbers of people, escapism with substance is nothing to sniff at. So thank well, you, Helen O'Hara. That is a great really? phrase. So, uh, escase, uh, escapes, uh, escapism. Escapism with, with substance. substance. Because yep. we get so much of that now. Well, right? and, and that's like fucking like Stranger Things. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Well, I mean, th- this no, is. It's, it's, it seems to me like this is the same kind of argument that uh, maybe authors and uh, critics of authors had with science fiction uh, for a long time. Yes. And, and books, yeah, because saw... you have science fiction stories that are written that are very like socially. Uh, aware and and they try to push new ideas and new things. Well, and and that's classic Star Trek. And Star, Star Trek is Star a Trek. perfect yeah. example. Because Roddenberry wanted and, to tell stories about race, but he couldn't yeah. because the networks wouldn't let exactly. him. Exactly. So he did it with he aliens. He put it in space with right. aliens, and it's the same story or X Men. You know, same idea. Rod Serling with Twilight Zone. Yeah. So so many great ways to disguise a story, and that's why I think it's funny now when you get people that get pissed off when they're. Uh, Escapist media supposedly hides a uh, 
a message of peace or equality or whatever else. And they're like, how, how dare you hide that message in my X-Men yeah, movie? Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Have you ever read X-Men? Do you this know is, what this is all about? This is science fiction for the last 60 years. Or, or if you're really that pissed off about no. having an anti- hundred years. years, yeah. An, an, an anti-fascist message in Captain America, a character who was literally created to... Yes. But the latest one, have you seen the latest ridiculous argument? Mm. Which is Watchmen. Watchmen. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, how like the HBO series? How yeah. dare these people take my beloved Rorschach? Oh. He was my favorite hero. Obviously, obviously they, they don't understand say, what, and he, what he was Obviously, you love like. Punisher and Wolverine the most, yeah. too. Well, that's the thing. They didn't really read Watchmen. No. Yeah, he's a great-looking character. Yeah. But if you read the original Watchmen... Or watch the movie! Yeah, the comedian... The uh, a Rorschach, none of those they're, people. They're all really, pieces of shit. They're all pieces of shit, yeah. essentially. Uh, like no, so like varying degrees. But so the the day except, that, for, except for the owl, he was. I was going to say except the for, owl yeah. and uh, yeah. uh, the second Silk Spectre, Silk Spectre two or like, whatever um, she was. Yeah, I watched it with uh, Jen. I watched the the supercut mm-hmm. before the series came out, and I was just like. And she was like, fuck it, creeped out by Rorschach. Because he's, he's creepy. He's a creepy as, guy. Because, and as that series and as that movie goes on, mm-hmm. he gets more and more racist mm-hmm. and sexist and homophobic. and homophobic and all that shit, right? Yeah. And, um, it's, you, know, you know what's weird too to me, yeah. side note, is he, he gets even creepier when he takes the mask off. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's less creepy with the mask on. But I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. That show is amazing, and it's a great allegory for shit that's going on right now. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but that's why the how these... dare you make it about white supremacy? Well, I'm here right. to watch a superhero show. Well, that, yeah. that first that first episode actually dealt with, and it was surprising because they went out on the streets and interviewed people who didn't know about the the firebombing. Mm-hmm. Oh it, yeah, a black wall. A black I didn't wall know. Street. I didn't know until Jay Nobody said that knew. that shit was real. I yeah. didn't know that was no, a real they, thing. They, they, there was an affluent black city in the 20s, and they're just yeah. like, fuck this shit. These guys got to pay. So they yeah. burned it, it all down. It's funny because my wife, raised in Tulsa, yeah. was not taught about that. Right. No, of course not. No. So anyway. All right. Get over yourself. So there you go. Mm. Yeah. Neckbeard's got a neckbeard. Yeah. I got news for you. All oh, of I your. I need to shave. That all, reminds me. All of your <laughs> sci fi, all of your comic books, all of this shit that you love is it, all liberal. It's all political and liberal. Yeah. And, unless it's, it's Orson Scott Card. It's all. It's, yes. <laughs> yeah. Almost all of it also, is charged with uh, politics and, also, and social stuff. Women and, make up 50% of the population. We're not taking over no, your so movie. That is something, no, that is something I, I want more of you. I got, I into, just, a, got into an argument with a guy last night while I was playing the Marvel game, oh, and, no. and Captain Marvel smacks uh, Ultron over the head with the fire engine, and he's like, yep, proves why she's so stupid. She's overpowered as hell. It's like, you like Superman? It's like, well, you know, Superman's told right. And it's like, cool. Uh, how about you read some Kelly Sue DeConnick Captain Marvel comics? Because the character is amazing and nuanced, and it's not about the power yeah. level. Right. And yeah. if you can't have God hammers, you know, is Thor overpowered? Exactly. Or well, Hulk. Thor's really nuanced. Yeah, Thor's really nuanced. Have to, you don't have to relate to every character Bingo. that exists. No. Bingo. It's right. not all it made is okay. for you. It is, exactly. It's okay to have characters that exist that <laughs> but aren't... That you don't understand. But yeah. at the same time, she's a human being with thoughts and feelings, and I relate to that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't understand the uh, art. Well, I'm a man, and I don't relate to feelings. <laughs> Con Carey, not a man. Well, <laughs> listen to his name. He does use a bidet, so. Uh, anyway. You use a bidet, you got one nut. 
Oh, that's true. None of us are men. That's true. Not, neither of us are really men. I got, I got mighty we got impressive girls. Bosoms. We all got girl you names. Got girl name. <laughs> if you true. change my Y to an I, I have a girl name. That's right. right. I'm a girl. <laughs> you are actually a girl. She ain't got no balls. Nope. <laughs> but except like in her head. She had balls in her head? What? She got, she got balls in her head because she's ballsy. <laughs> They're like metaphorical balls. Metaphorical oh. balls. Yeah, I see. I was wondering where that I don't know what courage has to do with testicles. Or ovaries. <laughs> Anything uh, before? Oh, what do you got here? Got a book. What you got? Oh, uh, Shannon won't like it. A book. Uh, so role-playing games like Dungeons & Dragons, uh, they, they have a very specific setting. They have a very specific set of rules. They yes. tend to be... Oh, geez, some games like D&D, you're dealing with seven, eight gigantic I don't volumes. Know how, I don't know right? how you do it. This is Savage Worlds. Savage Worlds, I talked about when they first went to Kickstarter about yes. a year ago. Yes. Uh, the actual physical volume is out in stores now. It's about 40 bucks. but the great thing about Savage Worlds is that you learn one game system, and it is universal to every setting. So if you want to do space opera, you can do space opera. If you oh. want to do horror, gangsters, you can do it all, but it's one universal rule set. And so you could create your own games in a way? You create your own games. There's actually a supplement that came out called the Game Master's uh, Compendium ah. that, that allows gives you rules on how to create any setting that you might want to create. Um, they even have a supplement for this called Rifts. That's an old Palladium Books game. Rifts? Yep. The space game. Yep. Yeah. And so they have the rights to Rifts now. And Rifts is kind of cool because you create one character, but they go through these different portals that take them into different genres. So... You might end up on crazy gangster mecha planet, and the next week you might end up in Japanese samurai world uh, with mutants. Lee, did you see that they made a uh, Rick and Morty D and D? Yeah, and that's they've licensed D and D. Thought it was to, a comic book. No, they've done. No, D &D. it's it's, a, it's, it's a an game. actual game. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So the thing with D and D is that Wizards of the Coast is licensing D and D to anybody. So they've got a Stranger Things D and D. They've got a. They're Rick like and Morty. Trivial Pursuit or Monopoly. Exactly. Anyone that shows up with a check. Yeah, and I think if I'm remembering correctly, they're owned by Hasbro, so that kind of makes sense in the grand scheme of things. They're like, oh, cool, we have this big entertainment juggernaut, so let's let's create a Rick and Morty of D and D. Well, sure. on the plus side, that means that a Rick and Morty fan that's never played D and D might. Get into D and D. Might begin, yeah. So, so Savage Worlds gateway, is yeah. my. It's actually my go-to role-playing game system because <laughs> you learn it once, and uh, it's got some opposed dynamics that I really enjoy. And anybody who's played D and D, like a combat set uh, situation, might take an hour or two to resolve. Yeah. In Savage Worlds, you're looking at 15 minutes. Oh wow! It just goes fast. Does That's, it have like a campaign that yeah, you follow yeah. too? So you it's could got follow the story a campaign. laid out and everything. Well, the best thing about this game setting and I've, I've seen a lot of other people do it there are a lot of third party um, publishers of adventures okay that don't use the rules for any games they just write a campaign yeah and so you can go oh okay cool so all I have to do is plug and play whatever core mechanics that put we're them using. together yeah and okay. we can play this this setting so that's cool all right. I even wrote one like a month ago when I was going through a particularly manic phase why aren't we playing it right now oh uh, because Someday. 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 Done yet. The, ra the, the rabbit squirrels in my brain flipped a switch, and we went on to another adventure. <laughs> Someday we'll get Lee to do us another Yeah, role, another d, &D. Another role play. Yeah. So, And we'll use Savage Worlds for it, because it goes pretty quickly. Cool. So uh, we'll have a good time. It'll be fun. I actually uh, do have an idea for a role-playing game system. Uh, we I want to do... Um, you guys are like the the janitors of a Federation starship. I'm, the, I'm, I'm there. In. Uh, but then they ended up doing Lower Decks as a cartoon. I'm uh. like... Well, but I, I could have been I could have been Mickey. 
You could have been Mickey finally, the yeah. engineer. Yeah. yeah, I just thought like custodians. Can I work in the food court? Food court people, yeah, because you know every Constitution <laughs> class ship has oh, a food court. Can I be an IT guy? Yes. <laughs> where's, the, where's, the, where's the Orange Julius on the food court? <laughs> the right. Panda Express. Well, the hot dog and a stick. Yeah, that's true. You know, those, those uniforms. I have to go to the captain's office. His, his captain's log isn't bringing up yeah. correctly on his monitor. Have you tried it's shutting it off? off? I got to go tell him to turn it off and turn it back on again. Yeah. And he'll, he'll have a goth hiding in his closet. All right. <laughs> Uh, anything else, sir? Mr. B, would you uh, please? There's no games this week. No games? No. Nope. Right. No, none. Put a bullet in it then, Mr. B. Uh, well, I'm super excited. Uh, rolled up my, my ham yes. character. Uh-huh. 30, uh, 35 charisma. That's a that's amazing. Wow. wow. 35 out of 18? Out of 18? <laughs> yeah, I don't think Yeah, that's... it's a super charismatic ham. It's because it's honey glazed, that is, isn't it? That is charisma carpenter. Thanks for a fucking spiral ham. All right. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha